The message you're about to listen to is produced by CRIC Media. All right, we're going to be looking into the word very quickly. And um, I want us to look at developing intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Last week we learned that the crisis in the world today is because people don't have an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of life. We know He's God Himself. In Ecclesiastes 4, verse 1, it says, Then I returned and considered all the oppression that is done under the sun. I told you last week that the book of Ecclesiastes is looking at things from the natural perspective. In other words, under the sun. That's why every time it says under the sun. Have you observed? I'm very clear, Ecclesiastes. It says under the sun. It doesn't speak from above, but under the sun. All right, watch this. It said, then I return and consider all the oppression that is done under the sun, and look, the tears of the oppressed. What did he say? But they have no comforter. On the side of the oppressors, there is power, but he had what? No comforter. That means the Holy Spirit is an answer in our world today. Are we together? Nobody would draw near to Jesus without the Holy Spirit. Nobody would want to serve God without the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit... Is the agent of the redemption. Are you following me? None of you here will want to serve God if the Holy Spirit doesn't draw you to God. Let's look at Ephesians 2. And um, I want to read something here. In fact, there are two places I have to read because I want you to get concept. Ephesians 2, let's look at verse 18. It says, For through him we both have access. That's both Jew and gentile through him we both have access by one spirit to who the father that means intimacy with the father is impossible without the holy spirit you see that if you want to know the father you need to get acquainted with the holy ghost because he is the spirit of the father in matthew 10 verse 20 the bible says the spirit of the father it will do the speaking in you you see that the holy spirit is the spirit of the father just on the holy spirit is the spirit of the father yeah, if you want to know somebody who knows the Holy Spirit, there's a way they pray. They pray, Father. See, they pray, Father. See that? If you look at Romans 8, verse 15, the Bible says, For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. One proof that you're in the spirit of bondage is fear. And in fact, what happened in the world today revealed the magnitude of the spirit of bondage in many lives. But the Bible says, when you receive the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out. What do we cry out? Abba, Father. Abba means Daddy. You see, intimacy with God is impossible without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came to bring us into an intimate, personal relationship with God. In Romans 5, verse 5, the Bible says, The love of God is shed abroad in our heart. The new King James is poured out. You see, poured out, okay, thank God you got the Old King James. Shared abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. You see, the, the New King James is poured out. See, if you want to know the love of God, it's the Holy Spirit that makes that love real to your heart. And if you observe many lives, people don't relate to the Holy Spirit. They don't fellowship with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit makes Jesus real to us. It makes God real to us. 
And that's why we need to know how to develop intimacy with the Holy Spirit. We, we are going beyond, oh, I speak in tongues. I don't know. No, the issue is, do you know the person? Do you know what he's here for? In John 15, verse 26, Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit. It says, when he, the helper, that's the comforter, comes, whom the Father will send, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. So the Holy Spirit makes Jesus real to us. He talks about Jesus. He exalts Jesus. See, if you want Jesus to be magnified in your life, then you need to have an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. Say, I need to know the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you need to know him. So how does that begin? We said, number one, you need to be born again. Because the man or woman who is not born again cannot know the Holy Spirit. You see that? He cannot know the Holy Spirit. Look at John 14, 16 to 18. And give it to me in the old King James. All right? It says, and I'll pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter. Notice the answer. That he may abide with you for how long? Talk to me now for how long? That means the Holy Ghost doesn't come and go. The Holy Ghost doesn't come and go. See that? So when the Holy Spirit comes into your life, it has come to stay. Hallelujah. That means whenever I show up, the Holy Ghost shows up. Amen. Ain't you glad that whenever you show up, the Holy Ghost shows up? Which means you are never alone. Now, remember this. The Holy Spirit is the person of the anointed. In Acts 10 verse 38, the Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Went about doing good and healing all those who oppressed the devil, for God was with him. So the, the anointing is first of all a person. Are we together? Say the anointing is a person. Okay, in Isaiah 10 verse 27, the Bible says in that day, his body shall be removed from off your shoulder and his yoke from off your neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Now notice, it says the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing, and the anointing is the person. That means when the Holy Ghost came into your life, it removed bodies and destroyed yokes. You see that? So if you learn to recognize the Holy Spirit, the greater freedom you will have. And I speak by faith today, that in the name of Jesus, every body is removed from your life in the name of Jesus, and every yoke is destroyed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can I get a believer? Amen. Amen. Celebrate Jesus, please. Amen. Jesus said, I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you for how long? Talk to me now, for how long? That means the Holy Spirit doesn't come and go. That means wherever you are, the Holy Spirit is. Think about that. So some of you want to pray. You say, Father, as we go, go with us. Hey, he's going with you because he will abide with you forever. Think about that. Now, if the Holy Spirit is with me forever and he's the spirit of wisdom, that means wisdom is available to me for how long? Power is available to me for how long? Anointing is available to me for how long? So whether I feel like it or not, because he's with me forever, the anointing is always there. Are you following me? Now, let's say my wife is sitting beside me and I say, baby, I need to touch you to know whether you are there. Don't you feel something is wrong? I know she's there. 
The Holy Spirit is a spirit. You can't see him. So whether you feel it or not, he's there. Think about that. When you go to work, he's going with you to work. That means the wisdom you need to excel at work is always present with you. Talk to me now. Because the Holy Spirit is always with you. Say amen. I'm excited. Are you excited? All right, look at this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Look at verse 17. It says, even the spirit of truth. Say the spirit of truth. Now, the truth is the word of God. Never forget that. The truth is the word of God. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, which means is the spirit of the word. Jesus is the truth. Which means it's the spirit of Jesus. All right? Which means the Holy Spirit never contradicts the word of God. It never contradicts the word of God. Number two, the Holy Spirit never contradicts Jesus. It says, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Which means the, the unbeliever cannot receive the Holy Spirit. Because it seeth him not, is invisible, neither knoweth him. He's not acquainted with him. But you know him. Watch this. For he dwelleth with you and shall be where? In you. For how long? Think about that. So when you go anywhere, anointing has entered with you. And the anointing removes body and destroys yokes. So if they put a charm in your office when you resume, when you enter an office, the anointing enters with you to destroy the yoke. Follow me closely. So somebody wants to touch you to put a spell on you, but he doesn't know that the Holy Ghost is in you, it backfires by fire. Amen. I'm excited about the Holy Spirit. Are you excited? All right, look at this very quickly. In verse 18, it says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. In other words, it's Jesus of Phanus. I will not leave you as orphans. Give it to me in the New King James. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. So, there's no way anybody can walk in intimacy with the Father without the Holy Spirit because it's by Him we cry, Abba, Father. And Romans 8 verse 16 says, The Spirit Himself, give it to me in the New King James, the Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. So, you won't even know you're a child of God without the Holy Spirit. Think about that. So, you need to know the Holy Spirit. So, to know the Holy Spirit, you've got to be born again. Number two, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit in Luke 3, 21 and 23. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. If Jesus, as God as he is, was filled with the Holy Spirit, then you should be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, some people say, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't I don't like the tongue matter. It's not a matter of the tongue. See, let me say this. You cannot get the water without the wet. If I pour water on you, what will happen? You get wet. Can you get water on your body without being wet? It's a consequence. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now look at Luke 3, 21, 23. Let's look at this, Jesus. It says, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. While he prayed, the heaven was opened. While he prayed. Next. It says, and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved son, and you am well pleased. Now notice when the Holy Spirit came upon him, when he was filled, 
Guess what? The voice of God became clear. So the Holy Ghost makes the voice of God real to you. Some people say, I don't know whether God is talking. I don't know who is talking. Which voice am I hearing? See, but the more you yield yourself to the Holy Spirit, you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you start speaking in other tongues. The voice of God starts getting more real to you. See, because speaking in tongues makes you spirit conscious. I'm going to say it again. Speaking in tongues makes you spirit conscious. So the more you speak in tongues, the more real the realm of spirit will be. Because most of you, you speak in tongues only when you're excited. Maybe the power of God is so strong and it comes, oh, shit. Hey, when you take your boshka, make sure you drink some more. Are you following me? Be filled with the Spirit. To be filled with the Spirit is to be under the influence of the Spirit. It says, watch this. And the Spirit of the Holy Spirit descended in the body form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven. We said, you are my beloved son. And you are more pleased. If you want to get God's perspective of you, you need to get filled with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus was so sure of this. Watch this. A man called Peter. You all know him. Kephas in Hebrew. Kephas. He denied Jesus three times. He was a disciple of Jesus. He was with him for three and a half years and still denied him. But he knew that Jesus was rested that when the Holy Spirit comes, this man is going to be bold. Because Jesus knows that when the Holy Spirit comes into you, he emboldens you because he gives you a new identity. Do you know when Peter spoke to the Jews, he said, you denied the Holy One and just one. Hey, Peter, I thought you were the one that denied him. But he knew the Father loved him because of the Holy Spirit. And he knew that his sins were forgiven and forgotten. It's the Holy Spirit that knows that, hey, God has washed away your sins. You are his beloved son in whom is well pleased. God is pleased with you. Are you following me? See, it means God is excited about you. Are you aware he's excited about you? Zephaniah 3.17 will come here. The Bible tells us that, O King James, the Lord your God in the midst of you is mighty. It says he will save. It says he will rejoice over thee with joy. It will rest in his love. It will joy over thee with singing. That means God dances over you. Think about it. Have you ever been in love before? When you're really, really in love, you're like, oh God. That's what God does about you. Papa God, the treat. Are you following me? Celebrate Jesus, please. It says, the Lord your God in the midst of you is mighty. It says, he will save and rejoice over thee with singing. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. Have you seen when a baby is crying? Do you know what you do to the baby? You sing to the baby. You start praising the baby. Oh, my beautiful child. Oh, my lovely baby. So when you are going through a hardship, guess what? If you yield to the Holy Ghost, God will carry you and sing over you. God is singing over you in the midst of the lockdown. And that's why I know after this thing comes down fully, many of you are going to receive a sevenfold restoration in the name of Jesus. Celebrate Jesus for a moment. Now watch this. Let's run very quickly to Luke 3, verse 22. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit spoke, sorry, the Father spoke, a voice came from heaven which said, you are my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. All right, if Jesus could be filled with the Holy Spirit, then you should be filled with the Holy Spirit. 
And Jesus insisted that his disciples should be filled with the Holy Spirit. See, because the Holy Ghost in your life is your empowerment for destiny. I'm going to say it again. The Holy Spirit in your life is your empowerment for destiny. Look at Exodus 31, reading from verse 1, 2, and 3. It says, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, verse 2, it says, See, I have called by name Bethany, the son of Hugh, the son of all of the tribe of Judah. Next, it says, I have filled them with who? With the Spirit of God. I have filled them with what? Notice, I have filled them with the Spirit of God. I have filled them with the Spirit of God. Then he explains what the Spirit of God does in wisdom. Because the Holy Ghost is the Spirit of wisdom. In understanding, because the Spirit of understanding. In knowledge. In the Spirit of knowledge. And in all manner of workmanship. Now, that word there is melaka. It refers to any employment, any job. So which means when the Holy Ghost comes into you, He equips you to do your job well. I know from today you will never fall behind on your job in the name of Jesus. Are you following me? So we need to get filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, when you first receive the initial infilling of the Holy Spirit, you speak in tongues. That's the first one. But you need to get filled again and again. The fact that you got drunk once doesn't mean you're always drunk. So you need to drink. Look at 1 Corinthians 12 verse 13. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 13. It says, by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. Notice, drink. How many of you have tried to talk while you're drinking? Do you notice that what you is that not how you sound? Is that not how you sound? So when you drink of the spirit, you go because you are drinking. Are you following me? So the reason why your language changes is because you are drinking. Are you following me? So drink until you get drunk on the Holy Ghost. Are you following me? Drink until you get drunk. See, some of you, 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 you say there is a, this is some of us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for Nigeria. Yes, in the name of Jesus, that you change this country. Move, Father, in Nigeria. Yes, Father, in the name of Jesus, move. Like a Move in Nigeria. Like a Yes, he will do it. But you want to drink, this is how you drink. Likrondo from the life. You drink. You stay there until you're full. Then you find out you lose your fear. The love of God becomes more real to you. You realize you are the son of you are a son of God, just like Jesus is the Son of God. You realize that God loves you the way He loves you. So you start crying. Why are you crying? Because you just feel so loved. You are drunk now. Many of you, the natural word is more real than a spiritual word because you are not drunk. When a man is drunk, he doesn't care what's happening. I told you, I don't know what it was last week. About a man, when we went to he was saying that he was drunk. And he said, we need to tell the governor to postpone Christmas. You know, how, how do you postpone Christmas? Because he's drunk. When you remind him afterwards, he said, let's go postpone Christmas. But he was drunk. So when you're drunk, watch this. Situation may look negative, but you're still positive. Because you're seeing from a higher plane. 
Some of you need to get drunk on the Holy Ghost. Amen. In Ephesians 5 verse 18, the Bible says, Be not drunk with wine when it's essence. It says, But be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. So it tells you to be under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And when you're under the influence, the first thing it does, it changes your language. It says, Speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And making melody in your heart to the Lord. So you notice that it affects the language. When you're drunk, it affects the language. The guy's timid, always shy, or he takes that thing. When he gets drunk, you know some of those guys when they want to talk to a girl and they don't get liver, they'll take small things. They're gone. Hello. It's like you're not from around here. Where is she from? <laughs> Your face looks familiar. Excuse me, are you Gina? And some of these ladies will still wait. Don't you know what he wants to do? Say, are you Gina? Say, no. I'm Philo. <laughs> oh, Philo, sorry. I-, I thought you were Gina. We went to school together. No, I did not. We school. Um, UST. No, I didn't go to UST. I went to Uniport. Maybe in the midst of the movement we saw, then the matter started. But he had to drink something. So it could be, it could be bold because the know is so fine and a swag. You know, you know fine girls said, they don't say yes. You better know how to speak. Just go and say a fine girl. Hey, you get a fan. You're the Chris. <laughs> He said, I'm here to talk to you. See, before I open my eye, leave here. The guy was first of all, so what did the other guy say? You know, come on, the girl don't like you. <laughs> Hallelujah. But when he's drunk, he just like, why did he walk? I don't know. I, don't, I need to know because there's this thing like, Local guru movement. Let's get back to the word of God. Get drunk on the spirit. Amen. It makes you both. Naturally, I'm supposed to be a shy person. Naturally. But I'm standing here. So you get filled with the Holy Ghost. Tell someone, get filled with the Holy Ghost. Hey. the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Now let's move on quickly. Number three, be led by the Spirit of God. Be led. By the Spirit of God. The more you yield to the leadership of the Holy Spirit, the greater intimacy you will have with Him. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit is vital to your capacity to discern truth from falsehood. When you're led by the Spirit, you can tell truth from falsehood. There are many of you who have fallen into the hands of 419 guys because you have not learned to be led by the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to show you how to be led by the Holy Spirit. Because many people don't know how to be led. Somebody comes to you and says, I have this deal, or my, my, my wife is dying, or whatever. You just give the money and find it was a lie. In Luke 4 verse 1, the Bible tells us that Jesus, being filled with the Spirit, Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. He was led by the Spirit. The primary way God leads us is by your inward witness. It leads you from your spirit. 
You know, some of you have this thing say, something was telling me, I just, there was a way I was feeling one kind about the thing. That's the inward witness. In Romans 8 verse 16, let's, let's begin from verse 14 to 16, all right? It says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. As many as are led. You see that? They are led by the Spirit. So one way we know that you are mature spiritually is whether your decisions are from your head or from your spirit. Because no matter the facts you know about any case, there's something you don't know about that case. And that's why in my dealings with people, I deal by the Spirit. Now, I'm not going to call names. I want to share something with you. There's an individual that I had the opportunity to be around me. I use the word around me. And I kept on feeling uncomfortable about this individual. I never knew he had started smoking. So I had this in my spirit to send the individual away from me, and I found out he had been smoking. See, I did not know he was smoking. He was still acting Christian. He was still talking Christianese. But the Holy Spirit knew he was smoking, and this kind of person should not be around me. You see that? It says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Verse 15, it says, for you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Say Abba. It means Daddy. It's an intimate word. Abba. See, and that's why some of you, when you speak in tongues, you speak, ba, 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 because God is your Father. So if you say, ma, 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 because God's love will satisfy the, miss, the love you miss from your mother. So, ma, 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 ba, 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 God is complete. Whether you need the Father's love or your mother's love. Say amen. I wonder those tongues that people speak some tongues. I wonder whether it's from the Holy Spirit. Suya, rama, suya, rama, suya, rama, suya, rama. Ram, suya. I don't understand that. Hallelujah. I heard a man spoke in tongues. It's too much Honda. It's too much Honda. Time a bow tie. Time a bow tie. What? Tie your bow tie. Stole your Honda. Say Abba. Yeah, that's, that's daddy talk. That's, that's da the Holy Ghost is the one that, that will let you know that God is your father. You are his child and he's your daddy. Look at verse 16. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that what? That we are what? The children of God. The inward witness. One way God guides us is by the inward witness. And the more you follow the inward witness, the more intimate you'll be. In Proverbs 20 verse 27, the Bible says, The Spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. O King James, searching all the inward parts of the belly. It says the inner depths of the heart. So the Holy Spirit, is, the Holy Spirit guides you through your spirit. The Holy Spirit guides you through your spirit. It says, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit. Romans 8, 16. The Spirit of God bears witness with our spirit. See, it bears witness with our spirit. So you know that God is leading you from inward witness. You will know from within you. You see that? And um, in Romans 9, verse 11, sorry, Romans 9, verse 1, the Bible says, I say, I tell the truth in Christ, I'm not lying. My conscience also bear me witness in the Holy Spirit. So the, the Holy Spirit, it bears witness with your spirit, and it speaks through your conscience and my conscience. Because the conscience is the voice of the human spirit. The conscience is the voice of the human spirit. Is the organ of rightness or wrongness of an action. It's a faculty of the spirit. 
So when you, as a child of God, you, you get born again, your spirit has light. In Psalm 18, verse 28, the Bible tells us that you will light my lamp. The Lord my God will light in my darkness. So when you got born again, God lit your lamp. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. He lights your lamp. So now you have the capacity to know what is right and what is wrong. It's in your spirit. Say, so it's in my spirit. Yeah, you know what is right. You know what is right. There's always like, I need to know when I, it is okay um, um, for me to uh, lie and collect the money and I will tithe. What did you say? Lie? Yes, it's not a full lie. It's, it's a half lie. You mean lie? Not a bad lie. Nobody will die in the lie. I thought you said lie. And not that kind of lie that when you lie that if something bad will happen, just to lie and you get the money. And when you lie and collect the money, you will tithe. A lie is a lie. And every lie has its origin in Satan. Every lie. Everyone that makes a habit of lying has yielded themselves to Satan. That's Acts 5, 3 to 4. They've yielded themselves to Satan. Now think about that. I hope you've not yielded yourself to Satan. Now quickly, let's go to Romans chapter 2. Let me read something to you here. And you will see the importance of the inward witness. Romans 2, and let's read verse 14. For when Gentiles who do not have the law, by nature do the things in the law, these or do not have in the law are a law to themselves. See, they are a law to themselves. See, they don't know the law, and they are doing what is in the law. See, you don't know what is, you know, sometimes people do what is right without knowing when you follow your inward witness. When you follow your inward witness. Now look at this. Verse 15. Who show the work of the law written in their hearts. Okay, how do we know the law is written in their heart? Their conscience also bearing witness and between themselves, their thoughts accusing or else excusing them. In the day when the Lord will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. So you need to understand that as an individual, you need to listen to your inward witness. See, some, you want to do something. Maybe you get somewhere. Let me, let me give you this instance. Let's say you want to go visit a friend and you feel the discomfort in your spirit. Listen to it. That's the Holy Spirit wanting to lead you. But most of the time, you still violate it and go and do the thing and find the person wasn't there and it's a loss in your business, it's a loss, you know, it didn't turn out well because you didn't follow that inward witness. Whenever you sense that discomfort in your spirit, know God is talking to you, know God is speaking to you. And the more you follow it, the more intimate you'll be with the Holy Spirit. The more intimate you'll be with the Holy Spirit. So he will speak through your inward witness. See, he will speak through your inward witness. Let me read you a couple of scriptures and wrap this up today. Have you learned anything today? All right, let's look at um, Acts 23 verse 1. Acts 23 verse 1. It says, Then Paul, looking earnestly at the council, said, Men and brethren, I have lived 
in all good conscience before God, how? Until when? This day. Now look at Acts 24, verse 16. It says, this being so, I myself always strive to have a conscience, watch this, without offense toward God and what? And man. So you follow it. The, you, you, the way you spoke to your wife, you said, get out of here, get out. And you felt this. So, so just quickly say, I'm sorry, sweetheart. I'm sorry the way I spoke to you. When you do that, you start finding out the influence of the Holy Ghost will be getting stronger in your life. But when you say, when you feel it, you want to go and apologize, they'll say, why would you apologize? I shouldn't have been talking our own sins. I beg you, that's the way it is. She gave you bass booze. You will give out two bass booze. Uh-uh. Move. Oh, I got this slang recently, bass booze. You know what bass booze is, right? How many of you know bass booze? Oh, you don't know it's a legal stem. When you, somebody speaks to you, you reply and you say, bass booze. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, you, you just need to know that, that you don't need to respond that way. Follow it. And if you learn to follow it, he will lead you to your wealthy place. It's the one that guides us into our inheritance. Somebody gave you some money and you're uncomfortable about this deal. You're uncomfortable. You say, wait, let me pray about it. No, take it. It's, it's authentic. In fact, it's backed by the government. It's backed. Authentic. Then you find out that maybe the governor, the president never really approved it. And now police is all over the case. You're like, I'm innocent. And God tells you, did I not tell you? Did I not, did I not give you that discomfort in your spirit? Some of you say relationship. You met this guy, clean guy, fine guy. You know, some of the bad guys come very calmly. They are caring. Oh, oh, you someone to fall for? Oh, sorry. It won't let you pick a pin. It carries you in his car, gives you his car to drive. So you want to drive? You want to drive my Range Rover Vogue? Go ahead. Say thank you. I'll teach you. You drive his car, he's so caring, he's so loving. Oh, Jesus. I've never made anyone like this. Oh, God. Then you marry him. Gary <laughs> laughing. Then you marry him. Say, can I drive a car? Say, what? Oh, sweetheart. <laughs> you know the way, the way women act like Come on, babe, babe, what's the problem? <laughs> Manifestation has started the bathroom. <laughs> so I can't drive your car anymore. See, go and drive your car. But babe, you told me that you do anything for me. How can you buy me a second-hand car? And you bought a brand new car. For... See, your papa gave me money. Sweetheart, come on. I, 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 I'm not taking a car like that. Through the way, say, come, come. You slapped me. You want another one? Oh. But before you dated him, he said, I don't know why I used to feel a little afraid of him. I don't know what's happening. But he's so nice. That was your inward witness. Some of you, the girl you're dating, she's so Christianized. When you stop getting, when you say anything as exciting, she goes, Oh, skinny Popeye. Oh, Jesus. You say, God. That lady is so spiritual. Anything I say, she just she will speak in tongues. But in your spirit, there's this discomfort you have. Then you are getting close to the marriage. 
close to the marriage. You realize she has four children for three different men. And she'll tell you, I'm a virgin. Even the Lord knows I'm a virgin. Never touch my enemy. You say, Lord, I'm waiting for my wedding night, Lord. I give you praise for the opportunity and the privilege of giving me a virgin. No, no, he says, sister, don't walk. All those are by my side. She don't need walk. When you're telling the story, when your friend said, you say, ah, now if you know you were married, yeah, just thank God the Lord led me to Philo. I've always wanted to marry a virgin, and she's a virgin. Where are you, Chris? So, what are you talking about? The Lord led me. Philo, I knew. Where she come from? Philo, she's from Sagbama. You know, Wakawa, Sagbama, I mean, you go find Philo. What are you talking about? Come on, man. What, don't, 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 don't cast aspersions on this innocent girl. Innocent, Abby. Wait. Hello? Uh-huh. Jerry. Uh-huh. You know Philo? Uh-huh. Nah, nah, nah. Wait, wait, wait. Uh-huh. Philo. Uh-huh. That girl. That girl where I no correct. Uh-huh. Philo. Uh-huh. Philo. Philo. I have said Philo is a virgin. Virgin. Philo is a virgin. All of us never say anything now. I rest my case. Bow your heads for a moment. We'll continue in the next service. I want you right now to ask the Holy Spirit to begin to move in your life and ask him to be free to correct you when you're wrong. Ask him to speak to you when you're wrong. Because the Holy Ghost will make your life beautiful. All these losses, all this pain in your life, the Holy Ghost will take them away. Talk to the Lord. He's here right now. He wants to be involved with your life. He's inside of you. All these years, seeking for ways to express himself. Talk to the Lord. This precious Holy Spirit wants to be a part of your life. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's Word and His Spirit in an atmosphere of love, so that they may be able to take the love of God, the Word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wiley Fessor, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Borough Expressway, you can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 003-382-7072 or 005-120-4708. God bless you.